Coming to you from the HagmanReport.com studio. Located in the Keystone State, birthplace of a mighty nation, it's your host, Doug Hagman. This is the Hagman Report, HagmanReport.com. That's where you can find all of our show notes, all of our articles, all of our writings. And at the top, there's a banner for the shows, both video and audio. Of course, we're on Global Star Radio Network. Thank you so much, as well as Rumble and Brighteon. And you can subscribe, and I ask that you subscribe to either or Rumble or Brighteon. Rumble gives you the opportunity to leave comments and discussion and welcome you to do that as long as it's, uh, you know, not uh, personal attacks and such like and such like that. So it's, uh, it's all good. Here we are. It is Thursday, March 11th, 2021. It's day number 51 of the Global Elite Satanic Overlord a Captured Operation known as the United States of America. And today's program is the United States Takeover and Takedown is Underway. And I give you that because if you go to stevequail.com and look at some of the headlines over the last 24, 36 hours, you know, the Gateway Pundit, the link to the Gateway Pundit is reporting the California's proposed ethnic studies curriculum urges students to, that's right, that's right, read it with me now, chant to Aztec deity of human sacrifice and cannibalism. We're missing out. <laughs> yeah. Calls for counter-genocide against white Christians. Now, isn't that interesting? That That's not a an arbitrary headline. I mean, the words in there are not arbitrary. Have okay. to wear a mask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just only between bites, apparently. Or only while you're chewing. That, that, that whole thing is just gross. But, but you know, the mask issue is indeed part of this. The dehumanization of, of all people. The, um, you know, the different memes on social networking. The NPCs. The, uh, um, oh, I can go through different acronyms and such. But you get the idea. And it, the curriculum uh, you might think, well, this is just really kind of a, a fluke or it's on the fringes of society. You would be wrong. It's not. This, you know, and to to look at what uh, Steve Quayle had written um, in addition to that. So when cannibalism fills the headlines of the day, tribulation is underway. Uh, I'm not sure if he intended the uh, poetic stanza there or whatever, uh, but nonetheless, you get the idea. And we have been totally taken over by, again, a global elite satanic, um, you know, and it's often overused, and it's often used in a blanket manner, these pedophiles, okay? Um, and and I, I, I dislike people who... Um, We'll throw a, the the pedophile label into a headline just to have that label. We are talking about this uh, being part and parcel to a cannibalistic agenda, 
and it's in, you know, working with Rust is dark, Craig Sawyer and, and others, I've got to tell you what I see and what I've seen uh, 30 years ago in criminal investigations versus today. Um, it's almost as if everyone has become, and again, that's a generalization maybe I should avoid, but many, many have become Jeffrey Dahmer's. It's, it's, it's an incredible thing to see. It's an incredible evolution of things. So with me today, and this is going to be a very, very special, and I believe, again, this I don't want to overuse this word, but anointed program. And, and by anointing, again, I mean it's, um, it's something that really you need to pay attention to. It is, um, it's, it's extremely important. With me, is, of course, is Steve Quayle. But before I get to Steve, I want to mention something. Folks, I don't know if you've, if you've done this already. But I'd like you to do this. If you haven't done so, you go to HagmanReport.com or SteveQuayle.com and click on the link to the satellite phone store. I'm holding up right now a satellite phone, okay? You know at some point we are not going to be able to communicate. Landlines are a thing of the past, apparently. Cell phones are not going to be able to do the job, and um, they're easily jammed. And if you care about loved ones or if you care about communication with other assets, other family members, other important people, go to SatellitePhoneStore.com. There it is on your screen, SatellitePhoneStore.com. Or as I said, SteveQuayle.com, click on the link, or HagmanReport.com, click on the link. There's a special Steve Quayle Immersat, uh, ISAT Phone 2 satellite phone. It's free. And, it, it, well, folks, just read the uh, the benefits, what you get with the package, all right? It's, um, it's affordable, whereas before it hadn't really been affordable for most people, many people, I should say, but now it's affordable. And they've worked with Steve, and Steve worked with them to make an affordable package for all. So this is a really great deal. Satellitephonestore.com. That's satellitephonestore.com. All right, without any further ado, Steve Quayle, how are you, sir? Good, Doug. And I just want to mention, too, if people don't have anyone to call, hold buying your phone for the time being until the Galileo information broadcast service is up and running. Some lady sent me an email, God bless her, and said, well, I don't know anybody to call. You don't buy the satellite phone just for that reason. But if you have no one to call, then I would suggest you don't buy one at all. <laughs> and, you know, Doug, I was just on the phone with Tina the other day. Uh, actually yesterday, and talking about how many people have been writing them and texting them and emailing and say, thank you. Now I can stay in touch with name it, my daughter, my, my, my husband, I, people who are in Europe. You know, you have a worldwide reach, Doug, with the Hagman Report. And, and we want to make sure the European customers understand this. Right now, ladies and gentlemen, as the most horrific natural disasters take place, it's problematic for many places in the world that are still on lockdown to get any communications out. We just are watching France's internet crash. The nice thing is at some point you can call and we'll have, again, I wanna share this with everybody. My agreement to, to basically come on and be a spokesman for uh, Galileo was based on the fact that I believe in satellite phones, I carry them. They can't be jammed. You can't be uh, uh, echolocated in your bedroom with a cell phone and literally whack with a smart ammunition. You don't believe that exists? 
Um, I can't help you except the guys who develop weapons tell me it exists. And they said, Steve, you can't believe the weapon we have. We have. Communication is the number one most important, uh, uh, I'd say, skill we have as human beings. And Bob Griswold at one of the uh, Branson seminars, what, the, the previous, either the last one or the one prior to that, uh, virtual seminars, was telling everybody communication is key. Again, Doug, a lot of the shortwave uh, and the ham radio operators are saying, I want to be a, a, if you will, a hub point for satellite phones. So that network's being set up. Again, I want everyone to understand, this is fluid. This is being accelerated, meaning, uh, you know, the satellite phones, you can get these while you can. But I talked to, again, Tina, and she says, Steve, sometimes we get a request for 4,000 satellite phones literally overnight to be shipped on FedEx. Sometimes countries send their own aircraft, whatever it is, uh, military or civilian, to pick up phones by the hundreds, by the thousands. So, ladies and gentlemen, for ninety-nine or ninety-five, ninety-five a month, you can get the phone, one hundred fifty-three minutes. And if again you understand something, cell phones are going down. And one of the things, Doug, that I'll segue and and go to my banner, Doug's banner, doesn't make any difference. And order if you know that you're going to need it right now. In the last three days, and I'll show you how valid and how important and how timely our talking about satellite phones are. Uh, the new cloud service in France went down. Did you see that article? Yes. And and communications were totally cut off. Yep. And and then if that's not enough, some genius, uh, you know, that would make a Neanderthal look like uh, Professor Emeritus said, well, the United States is going to launch a cyber attack on Russia. <laughs> well, guess what? Do you know what President Putin's response was? Three weapons, three different aircraft, totally MP weapons. Now, how can, how can you know that? Because somebody told me. Because I sent to a certain person, I said, is this insanity? He said, no, it's par for the course. But I'll tell you what the Russian counter is, and it's already been made known to Washington. You attack us, and we take out your power grid. Now, remember, ladies and gentlemen, satellite phones go satellite phone to satellite phone. Obviously, if we're facing some type of a total electromagnetic uh, pulse attack, but here's the thing, Doug. We're talking today about the takeover and takedown of the United States. And I'm on record, and I want to make this clear. This is critical that people... All of us have to understand the lateness of the hour. I do not look for a human being to ride in on a white horse. I'm expecting that the most evil entity ever uh, recorded in history, both prehistory and our current history, Lucifer himself is going to appear on the world stage very soon. His mouthpieces just can't be stopped. But that... Think about the title, everyone, Take Over and Take Down. So let's just take the word takeover, Doug. We've seen the Supreme Court taken over. We've seen Congress and the Senate taken over. We've seen the voting machines taken over. We've seen the entire political system that our founding fathers gave us, uh, and, 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 you know, a republic if we can keep it. Bottom line is taken over. 
We've seen our body taken over. Our thoughts are taken over. Our actions are taken over. Our emotions are taken over. Our body functions are being taken over. Our genes are being taken over. And then, ladies and gentlemen, at the end of that, you could go on and on and on, and then it's the takedown. First of all, the nation and the populist movement. I want to remind everybody, and thank you for uh, uh, you know putting up that headline, Doug, and addressing that. Having a little bit of history on talk radio, and it affords me the ability to say, hey, this was so obscure to me that 25 years ago, maybe even longer than that, that God would say, when you see the volcanoes of the day, erupting in unison, the major volcanoes, and cannibalism filling the headlines of the day, know that tribulation's underway. Again, apologies to Randy Conway, and my opinion, one of the most anointed poets that has ever existed from a biblical Christian perspective. Magnificent. Nobody can do what Randy Conway does unless it was a gift. I know there are a lot of people that write poetry. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not belittling anyone or I'm not elevating anyone, but I'm just saying there is a gifting and Randy Conway's prophetic poetry that reaches out and touches the hearts of people all over the world. So Doug, we're talking now about, I want to, and, and Eric, will you put the headline back up again? Because I'd like to just say a, a couple things, okay? The headline of the day is, a, this is ethnic studies. Now, in Matthew 24, 7, everyone, it says, For nations shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilence and earthquakes in diverse places. Uh, I would say this, as the diversity increased, the, the perversity accelerated in a mode that's unimaginable. But California's proposed ethnic studies curriculum urges students to chant to an Aztec deity. Who do you think that is? of human sacrifice and cannibalism calls for counter genocide against white Christians. So the nation is divided. Black Lives Matter basically was the, if you will, the inception point of the full scale publicly viewed war between races. Now I know men and women who are black that love Jesus. I know white people. I know Mexicans, Latinos, Orientals who love Jesus. That's not what I'm talking about because those of us who are bought by the blood of the lamb, redeemed by the Lord Jesus Christ, who've repented from our sins, turning from our wicked ways. Sometimes to do that, it takes God's grace, but he's with you and in, in turning. If you're doing something wrong, repent and say, God, give me the strength to overcome it. But we're now watching, Doug, the headlines of the day echo the contempt of the appetite of demons the bloodlust of the United States. And see, this, oh God, help me to make this clear. This is what evangelical Christians never understood from Roe v. Wade forward, is that the blood of the innocents would ultimately end up on their or their progeny's doorstep because we didn't fight for the unborn. We don't stick up for the downtrodden, heck, we see a brother or a sister overtaking a fault, man, we start putting the boots to his head. And if he shows any sign of life, you just walk up and pop him twice. I'm saying this, we murder our own, we don't care about the little innocent lies, and we go on as if, give us a man, and we will take the country back. Your country's lost. It's been taken over. It's being taken down. I could tell everybody, Doug, and you know some of the information that I share with you, we don't share publicly, 
just because people say, well, I don't believe it. But the point is, is that if you understood the amount of Republican and Democrat senators and congressmen and women on the Chinese payroll, you would be astounded. Don't be surprised when you see the major newspapers like the New York Times being owned by basically shell corporations and being owned by the Chinese. Same thing with the Hollywood studios. I can remember when Hollywood was having issues and they went to the Chinese and the Chinese said, we buy everything you sell. Everything has to go through Chinese censors now. So again, I'm gonna keep reiterating the point. We've already been, ta we've been taken over. The military's taken over. Uh, we were talking about, uh, Doug, earlier this morning, uh, real early in my time, but the <laughs> yeah. point being is that now the military wants to have maternity uh, pressure suits for pregnant, uh, what, marine aviators, fighter pilots. Fight, is that fighter accurate? pilots, yeah. 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 So, hey, Doug, what did that say to you when you watched that, when you saw that? I mean, obviously, you know, <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I can only think of one word, insane. Well. Insane. Yeah, I I had sent a message to uh, to someone who, well, the message I would say about that too, the um, the global elite satanic overlords broke America and they broke the world. Okay, you cannot, you know, look, um, the maternal flight suits. What if you don't see anything wrong with that? The whole concept of that, I like Steve said, I can't help you. If you don't believe it, I can't help you. So, um, and to your point, I just want to mention one thing, and I don't think people get this. You know, everyone's celebrating. Oh gosh, we're getting fourteen hundred dollars and stuff. You know, um, COVID relief package. Well, the one point nine trillion dollar uh, package and such. Uh, about forty six hundred dollars per person, or I'm sorry, six thousand dollars per person would be just pure COVID relief or this coronavirus Chinese party uh, virus relief. But that's not the point. The point is this. We are borrowing. Um, that's actually a forced $1,400 loan, by the way. But the interest, and, and Steve, you can speak to this too. The interest payments that we're making on these loans are actually going to China because we're China's buying our debt. So the interest payments are going to China, who is funding the PLA or the Chinese military for our own demise. So, I mean, it's just insane. Everything's upside down and backwards. And you're right. I mean, in terms, I don't think you could have a better uh, show title than uh, take over and take down, take over and take down. Well, yeah, excuse me, Doug. I'm sorry. The takeover, ladies and gentlemen, is so infinitely and precisely being implemented to the average person who is distracted. Let's say whatever you spend the majority of your time with or on in the day, that's a distraction. Let me give a good example because I think I'm getting this uh, email and I know you've gotten some calls too. People want to know what is going to happen to a $100,000 in the bank. Let's say you've got a $100,000 uh, bank account, two, three, four, five, whatever it is, 100,000. Let's say it's 1,000, 2,000. Whatever you have, based on the headline depreciation of currency valuation, you got a quarter of a million dollars, one year from now that will buy you $125,000 or less. Bill Gates owns the majority of farmland 
in the United States now. Most people say, well, gee, he's going to make all the money on food. Wrong. What he's going to do is not allow anything to be grown on that food and force you to eat his synthetic meat. What an arrogant, uh, a wicked mouthpiece, in my opinion, that man has become for the destruction of the human race. So, so Doug, most people think, well, he's going to sell all the food and make all the money. No, he's going to keep the food from the American people in order for you to make eat the synth, synth meals, okay? And again, we're, we're walking into this eyes wide open. I posted another story today, and this is critical. This is leading up to what we're saying on the drought in the desert Southwest. I had one of the most arrogant men I've ever met in my life, basically, and this is important, ladies and gentlemen, say, you're wrong. There's no drought in the Western United States. He told me I was wrong on the Colorado Rivers uh, water level and on Lake Powell and stuff. And you know, unfortunately, I was just there a couple months ago, and then he, he went into a personal attack. But I put up the a drought monitor, and here's the other thing. There is an equation, ladies and gentlemen, wise men will see and understand, I'm sorry, but fools perish in the way. Drought equals famine. So take this for what it's worth. We're gonna have mega quakes on the West Coast. Thank you, Eric. You were warned that Dust Bowl conditions would return. Now it has happened, they're talking about it. By the way, the heart of that, if you look into the Four Corners area, is the area that you know I'm literally focused on our film crews there. We're doing stuff, uh, you know, there even now and the, and also in Mexico, which I'll get to in a minute. But the point is, is that please, ladies and gentlemen, understand. If you listen to someone say, if I say there's a drought and they say quails fear porn, tell them to go eat dust. OK. Oh, now I probably say something a little stronger than that, but you can tell them. Fine. Then eat dirt, eat dirt and die. E-D-A-D. -D. Oh, that's so unkind. Listen, God has pled with the United States of America. He has sent disasters. Even from 9-11 forward, he was pleading with the nation. Yet the pastors abandoned him. I saw this, a headline today. Evangelicals for Biden disappointed. That's an oxymoron. And if you're an evangelical voting for Biden, you are an oxymoron. You cannot claim to know the precepts and the word of God. And, and, and listen, by the way, I'm not giving any, any uh, Trump any space on this. I was reading, Doug, in the Old Testament and, and just pondering the fate of the nation. And it jumped out at me. If the king or the ruler who God places in the land does that which is evil in the sight of the Lord, that ruler reaps the whirlwind. And let me share this with you. You cannot, uh, uh, how do I say this, be non-scientifically inclined and go along with the max VAS vaccination, V-A-triple-X-I-N-A-T-I-O-N, uh, a poisoned nation, a poisoned nation, and expect that somehow everything's going to go back to normal. Now, I know you, you did the show the other day where you said the N-word, the normal word, was even being taken out of the vocabulary. The, the people have got to understand something. Ladies and gentlemen, you're watching the destruction of every foundational principle this country was built on because, again, 
the people that founded this country, while they may not have all been Christians, some of them were deists, they still believed in a higher power. And even if they were Masonic, uh, and some of them were members of the most Luciferian uh, plans for the future, God still gave a position in the United States of America for a time, and the time of our empire is over. I get accused of saying I don't love my country. I wouldn't have been on 25 years talk radio pleading with Americans not to turn a blind eye to the vets that were being systematically eliminated through the system. I wouldn't have been on talk radio. And Doug, you and I wouldn't have met if it hadn't been for the things that I was saying, that you were saying, and that we were saying that uh, infuriated a whole lot of people that wanted to kill us, the infidels, meaning Doug Hagman and I. The time to stand up, to speak up, and to suck it up is now amongst us. The time is here. And if I hear one more person say, well, prepping is a lack of faith, then I will say this, die in your unbelief. And God even says to us, he challenges the human race, which he created. Why will you die, oh man? Why? Why? Why are you choosing to die? Every Christian in America should be so furious at the proposed ethnic studies that are saying, hey, we're going to cut your heart out, well, we're going to eat it. We're going to eat you white people. They're not talking about uh, philosophically challenging us in a court of uh, public opinion. They're talking about killing us. Ladies and gentlemen, even as we're talking about this today, on the 11th of March, the film crew that is uh, working uh, uh, for me, I mean, they're my film crew, bottom line is, but they're working in the some of the most truly uh, dangerous places on the planet. It's not melodrama. And what they're turning up, based on my last email, they, it's gone from just the alien. Now, listen to this. The alien Aztec uh, interplay, and before that, now it's going to basically their massive cannibalism and human sacrifice. Doug, I don't think that's coincidence. I don't think that's deja vu. This thing I posted today, uh, actually uh, the, the study on chant to Aztec deity. The Aztecs, the Inca, and the Maya all practice ritual cannibalism. Aztec and Maya more so. The thing is, is that what people always, all the scientists and historians that always criticize the Genesis 6 narrative, they ask me, I don't believe in science. I said, listen, you guys denied that cannibalism exists in the desert Southwest. You guys denied it. You, you came up with a noble savage uh, principle. By the way, the uh, true Native Americans you know, were cannibalized by the giants. Tom Horn and I, we, we dealt with that when we were both individually and together when we were in uh, the desert Southwest on uh, three different occasions, separate occasions. So why is this critical? Because ladies and gentlemen, they're asking us to take a mutagenic, uh, means that it will mutate our genes, processed, injectable, Syringe of death, composed of human blood, composed of baby parts, composed of all of the most, uh, some of the most disgusting things in the world that you don't know, that the people that know what goes in those know. And we're being told that to live in the world, 
of the Great Reset and to be able to travel freely, that you need to basically become a uh, injectable vampire? Are you kidding me? Years ago, Doug, you remember we did a show years ago. It was a decade ago. I said that a four-star general made me a statement. He said, Steve, the American people are being genetically altered to become cannibals. Those I remember that. I, I remember that. And that yeah. was, it, it, it's, uh, folks, um, I'm, you know what? I'm going to try to find that program. I remember that, and I remember thinking, wow, you know, th th that was an overstatement. I, I thought, man, you know, that's, to hang your hat on that statement, wow, that was uh, really out there. But look, look, I mean, you're right. You're, you, you're ahead of the game by 10 years or ahead of the plan by 10 years. But go ahead, sir. I, I, you don't need my uh, validation. Again, here's the thing. We're being erased. You, I, I, I love that word. Erased. Erasure in the world of the intelligence community means you basically disappear and all records associated with you disappear. You become a non-person, non-entity. You're watching it being done to President Trump and some of his supporters right now. But what's critical and even more important is that there is no outrage from the human, quote, Christian or Christian human community uh, of what's going on to the human genome, which when God created us in his image and his likeness and gave us the God-given ability to procreate, to produce humans after our kind, Everything is designed to destroy human procreation. Everything is designed to destroy humans. Everything is coming into focus now on an accelerated rate to get rid of the human beings. Again, where's the outrage? Are you kidding me? Some devil saying we got to kill white people and eat them? My guess is he's probably a white guy too. He better go check himself in the mirror or somebody's going to be going... Hey, that fat professor looks good to me, you know? The bottom line is, is, and I don't know if he's fat, I'm just making that up, but what people have got to understand, this is critical, when they put flavorings, when they put anything that is based on human genetics into a vaccine, into a food product, into a beverage, that's changing you at a genetic level to crave human flesh. I'll tell you how it works. In the brain, there is a part of our brain that basically responds to addiction. And I'm not going well the brain chemistry, but that's how excitotoxins, and excitotoxin means it, it activates that part of the brain. Good example is diet pop. People drink diet pop. Almost everyone I've ever seen, there's exceptions, are incredibly overweight. That's because it is a poison to their system. So we're taking, and, and God knows there were lists of uh, you know, fetal tissue. I rebuke that word in the name of Jesus. That as the cannibalized bodies of my little brothers and sisters. Now see how it works, Doug? We didn't give a darn about, and we didn't. As a body, we may have individually, but as a body, I'm speaking now, the lukewarm Jellyfishians did not care about what was happening to those little people. They could look at their own children, grandchildren, and they never even thought how 
their children, grandchildren could never have been if they had applied the same lack and indifference to them. I believe it was one of the famous singers who said she wished she'd never been born. I thought I should send her a telegram and I said, amen, sister, but you are. So because you're born, you can tell everybody else they don't have a right. So I hope I'm making this clear, Doug. The cannibalism, <coughs> the spirit of cannibalism, excuse me, take a drink. And, and while you're doing that, not to interrupt your train of thought, but, but all of this connects the dehumanization the genocide, the cannibalism, everything that we're talking about, everything that Steve has mentioned, it all connects together. And you have to take a look at this, in my view, from a higher altitude to see the, the connecting of the dots. I've got a chart over here about FISA abuse that if I held it up, you'd only see a portion of it. Okay, that's how big it is. So that means you'd have to like go, go further back. That's what you have to do. You have to look at the bigger picture. Go ahead, Steve. Well, again, the the cannibalism that was taking place in the womb, in the backyard abortion, all of this stuff that you can put. But now it's been institutionalized. It's been commercialized. And because we didn't stand for them now, Doug, look at this. What we've sown, we're reaping. Now the people are saying we got to kill the pe white people. We got to tear their hearts out. And we've got to eat them. And white Christians, white Christians, I tell every black brother and sister in the Lord Jesus Christ, you guys, you've got to quit voting for the Democrats. Hillary Clinton's number one famous uh, person she admired was uh, Margaret Sanger of Planned Parenthood. All, all, I mean, the biggest and racist, the biggest racist ever, you know, and with, wanting to uh, kill the black uh, ch unborn children. And, yep. and one more thing too, the communist Chinese, Chinese, communist Chinese party, um, what, what is not being reported in addition to everything else. Okay. You're talking about cannibalism. The organ harvesting by the communist Chinese party is out of flipping control, folks. If you just do a, just do some research. As a matter of fact, the Epic Times has run a lot of articles about um, human organ harvesting. What do they do? Just curious with the organs that don't quite make the cut. I'll tell you what they do. Well, you know what they do. Go ahead, Steve. Well, I think that it's really a good point, Doug, because Falun Gong, pretty peaceful religion, but not in China. And oh, by the way, our brothers and sisters, even during Wuhan, were basically, uh, many of them taken to uh, organ centers. By the way, look up Unit 731, the Japanese famous Dr. Ishii, I-S-H-I. He was the equivalent in Japan, what uh, Dr. Mengele was to the Nazis. And it, what becomes really strange to me is how people are lining up lines 700 people long, pregnant women, mothers with little children, everybody to get at the head of the line. That was the same mentality that the devil has seduced and deceived that caused the camps. And they were really exterminated, both Jews and Christians and, and gypsies and everybody. Now look at it. Look at this. I want to talk to all of you people that are... Uh, selectively see but won't speak out the same people 
that were uh, horrifically slaughtered, the Jews in Nazi Germany and others along with them, are now making mandatory vaccine, even in children in Israel, uh, take the vaccine. What's wrong with that picture? What's wrong with that picture? They're going in, and I've coined a term, that's Mengele madness. There's not one, I would say, Jewish person outside of maybe younger ones that doesn't know who the angel of death is. And now we have the angel of death, the angels of death, over the United States of America and that blanking cesspool of ethnic studies. Are you kidding? They're telling you, brother, me, I'm white. They're telling us we're menu. I'll tell you an interesting thing. I've asked Romy Zaret, the intercessor who's covered my life for 15 years with her own, and boy, has she paid a price. But the bottom line is I asked her to share the vision that the Lord gave her of the alien deception that's coming. And she said, she said there were these black robe, what we would know as fallen angels, singing the most beautiful music. Most beautiful music. It was, it was almost heavenly, like the siren song of seduction in Greek mythology. She said the people were running after these beings, and the beings were taking them by the hand, I believe is what she said, and they were taking them behind whatever structures where the majority of people were waiting to greet and meet them and devouring them whole. I asked her again to send that vision to me, and she couldn't. It, be, it became too dis... I mean, it's pretty upsetting, okay? She said that 10 years ago. So what I want people to understand is when Jesus in Matthew 24, I read it to you, ethnos against ethnos, you are seeing that right now. The white people, the white people, the white people, reparations, reparations, the white people, the white people, the white people, you know? And by the way, I'll advise all of those who are practicing cannibals. I, I couldn't be more serious, Doug, now in what I'm saying. All of you that feast on human flesh, all of you that are take place in ritual sacrifices, you'll never get the blood to quit running the pain, the anguish that you inflicted on all these will be multiplied back to you in untold ways that only God uh, can, can devise because there really is a hell. And Jesus himself, excuse me, said, it would be better for those people to have never been born than to cause these little ones to stumble. Birth used to be the greatest blessing. All cultures would celebrate. It was a big deal. The Middle East, if a woman didn't have a child, she was barren. She was kind of like out the door, Sally. All the girls that were pregnant would make fun of her. We know the scripture that gives a perfect uh, um, you know, illustration of that. The, the time is upon us, Doug, where, and I'm going to tell everybody this, that we must all, all pray for our brothers and sisters who are the remnant. Waste not one word. Who are you to tell me that? Just tell me what the Lord said. Tell you, waste not one word. Fret not yourself because of a mate, a spouse, kids, friends, ex-friends. You know, it's easier to say than do. I understand that. Because in mm -hmm. essence, they're not only dead men walking. They're dead people talking. And pretty soon, ladies and gentlemen, You'll look for them and there'll be no more. That's what the scripture says. Amen. 
Um, a whole lot there, folks. And, and you know, um, people ask about timing. People wonder about, you know, what times, you know, what, what's the time period that we're living through right now? Folks, if you get a chance, um, no, as a matter of fact, scratch that. What I'd like you to do is subscribe to the Q Files. This is a sales pitch because I'll tell you something. Uh, Steve Quayle has been uh, very on top of a lot of topics, on top of a lot of subjects. Q Files 2.0, exploring the universe with Q Files. Uh, I'm going to tell you, of all of the um, people I listen to and the, the um, uh, subscriptions I have, I find this to be very... I don't want to use the word prophetic, but very forward-looking and um, days, weeks, months, years ahead of its time. So please, subscribe to QFiles 2.0. Go to stevequail.com and just follow the links to the QFiles. And, uh, but you said something about, uh, I think it was yesterday. I know we spoke about it on the phone this morning in terms of timing. The pin on the grenade has been pulled. It's just a matter of when that grenade is going to go off. Is that that's about where we're at right now, and, and that kind of flows into everything that we're talking about. People are saying, "Well, this is far off in the future." No, 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 no. That no, no, it's not. That's the most uh, critical question. I can't answer, but I'll tell you this: the grenade pin. Obviously, that's what controls the igniter. You pull it, you know, you've got so many seconds. And those seconds, let's say in our case, maybe they're days, maybe they're months. But the point is, is that when people say, well, uh, I'm still here, all that tribulation stuff can't be happening. You kidding me? I mean, they, they, it doesn't say this, uh, uh, calls for uh, counter genocide against white Christians who believe in the pre-tribulation rapture. It doesn't say those who believe in the post-tribulation, it's white Christians. Look, this isn't a Bing Crosby song, White Christmas. This is White Christians. And it infuriates me that we tolerate every pulpit in America should be screaming out against that. But, Jay, you know why they won't? Well, I, want, I don't want to end up on somebody's bad list. When I hear somebody saying that, I say, you just erased yourself. You just took yourself out of the Lamb's Book of Life. You're not God. You can't say that. No, but he does. He does. He said, the fearful, the coward, and the unbelieving go in the lake of fire. There is no fear of God, Doug. There is no fear of God in the land. And by fear, I've said it over and over. I could say a thousand times only God can make it by a gift of the Holy Spirit become real. But there's no reverential awe. There's no going out in the night sky and uh, looking up the heavens or, or sitting as a child in a sleeping bag and, and your Boy Scout camping trip, where your Boy Scout camping trip was a, a real camping trip and you didn't have to be worried about uh, somebody coming and talking to you. Do you want to change your biological gender? The, the, the point is, is that we're seeing everything take over, take down. Jesus said, the salt loses its savor, it's henceforth good for nothing, but to be trodden under the foot of man. That means you become road mix. Road mix. I tell people, if you want to hang out with the, that which used to be salt that becomes road mix, you will end up as road kill. You will. Because you're at the wrong place. You're at the wrong place at the wrong time. If you're afraid to let this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. 
then you better ask this. Do you even have a flicker of God's revelation burning in your heart? Because if you care more for the praise of men, the praise of men and the fear of God are mutually exclusive. You can't have one and have the other. That's why God said, choose. I'm not going to make anybody worship me. But here I set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. You set the boundary. I'd say, and, and I know you probably have the same revulsion to this headline. I would say this was the most distinct time marker for me. Marker for me, and I'm, I'm trying to articulate it for the others. Look, nobody, and I, I said this too so many times, nobody could put those two things together about the volcanoes erupting and cannibalism except God. And, 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 and there must be a reason. I said, Lord, I can't figure that one out. But I've, I've declared it. And now people that, you know, you know are, and, and people say, well, why do you guys talk about your enemy? Blah, 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 blah. Because, ladies and gentlemen, read the Psalms and read how David identified his enemies as being the enemies of the Lord. I'm not King David. Uh, you know, I wish I were in the sense of his bravery, his, uh, his youth, his basically ability just to worship the Lord, to break into worship. We all can do that. But the point is, is that, Doug, we're being taken over. And now, you know, look, everybody, you remember this? Well, Trump is going to do this. I'm not picking on President Trump. What I'm saying, he's going to do this. He's going to declare, you know, uh, all these rules. He did nothing, okay? Because there weren't anybody, in my opinion, who were wise counselors, except maybe General Flynn, McInerney, uh, Sidney Powell. He gave them 10 minutes on a meeting that I was not privy to by being there, but I was told what went on in the meeting. And he gave his lawyers that are secretly on the enemy's payroll to take him down. He listened to them. He wouldn't listen to godly counsel. So for those of you who are waiting, for those of you who are listening to all the prophets, I don't care if there's 300 prophets, or let me just say this, 400 prophets, they're all prophesying the same thing telling the king, which in this case would be us, what we want to hear, go look at 1 Kings 22. 1 Kings 22, Ahab did not like the prophet Micah because he had prophets that would tell him good things and make him feel good. Micah comes on as a man of God and said, you're listening, all those are lies. He didn't have much respect for Micah. Micah's thrown in prison and he eats and drinks the bread of, bread of bitterness and the water of bitterness. Doug, does that sound like maybe a contemporary scenario? And I'm not going to name names, you know. I'm only saying this. Does one man lying or being misled, two other people say, Yahoo, brother. Three, what happens when it's 400 wrong prophets to one? <laughs> and most people are unfamiliar with the story. You can look it up in 1 Kings, I think, 22. And the evil king was Ahab. And Ahab literally was shot by an arrow. You remember Ahab, Jezebel and Ahab? Mm. And his blood ran off of the chariot, under the chariot wheels and the armor, and the dogs came and licked the blood of the evil king, fulfilling to the minutest detail the word of God. Where are the prophets of God? Where are the people of God? Where is the gifts of the Holy Spirit? I ask the Lord that all the time. 
and I, you know, somebody asked me that, I say this, look, I understand the gifts of the Holy Spirit. I believe they're for today. I understand the infilling of the Holy Spirit with speaking in tongues. I believe it's for today. I understand there's a difference between the prophet and the office of a prophet and the spirit of prophecy. And in scripture, the testimony of Jesus, spirit of prophecy. But what I don't understand is the, this mentality, Doug. The people of God would only listen to the prophets that made them comfortable, that made them, let's say, secure in, in the lap of luxury. I believe that is a perfect Old Testament picture of where we are today as Americans. I'm reminded, uh, I'm re one of my favorite uh, quotes is from C.S. Lewis. Uh, one of the most cowardly things that ordinary people do is to shut their eyes to facts. All right, so that kind of snuck in my in my thought process there as you were talking and, and you know to combine that with the with the lack of any reverence or fear to god almighty you know our creator man i'll tell you that's a recipe for certain destruction certain takeover and take down and take over well and let's talk about the takeover ladies and gentlemen i want everybody to pray obviously this is thursday before you go to bed tonight you know, I want you to pray and ask the Lord to show you from his perspective the nature of this country. Because again, Doug, I love my country that was. I loved when we had equal justice under the law. I'm the one that screamed the loudest, and this isn't about me, but God's warning to his people. If you, Steve, will be faithful to warn my people, of what is to come, I will bring the people to you that know to tell you what I, you know, I said, Doug, the Lord is a God. I'm in Montana. It's a cool place to live, but I don't know anybody. Well, little did I know that those words would literally come to pass because I, I would say this, maybe one time I was told to call somebody, but not one time since the word of the Lord was given to me that many years ago, going on five decades now, did I ever have to go looking for anybody. They came looking for me. And I said, Lord, let, let's not make that carry through for evil too. But the point is, is that when you see something in the future, the immediate response, if it's uncomfortable, is to deny it. When you guess that's, that's human nature. Mm. Yes. Or, you know, to quote Barbara Bush, uh, why, would I, uh, why would I poison my beautiful mind on such reality? <laughs> what we have watched is the technological takeover of the human brain. We are watching through augmented reality and all of the, if you will, neurochemical ties in with artificial intelligence, the takeover and takedown of our human body. The point is, is that, ladies and gentlemen, um, I have to say this tactfully, I'll just be blunt, though, they're even talking about non human sexual experiences through electoral neural stimulation, where you can basically have a virtual uh, uh, sexual encounter with somebody on the internet. Well, they already addressed that in uh, one of the Arnold Schwarzenegger movies on Mars, you know? I forget the name of it, but the bottom line is that that's what that has been uh, already uh, stated. Look at what we have settled for, Doug. 
And in the next hour, maybe we can get to the, the, the things that I see coming, that have been told are coming, that you know are coming. Because again, almost to say no, uh, say are coming, I want to correct myself, are integrating now to be used against us now. There is no future tense, and I correct myself, because it is no longer enough to put it off in the future. You must deal with your personal responsibility and accountability before the living God at this point in history. Not all of us know we have tomorrow. Not all of us. Many of us don't. But we know this, if we've got Jesus, what's the big deal? We go to be with him immediately, to be absent from the body, to be present with the Lord. I categorically reject soul sleeping. The Seventh-day Adventists teach that. I'm sorry if that's offensive. It, uh, you know, Jesus said to the thief, this day you'll be with me in paradise. Jesus, when he ascended, he didn't just ascend by himself. He led captivity captive. He took the people out of paradise and took them to present them to the Father. He even says in the book of, uh, I think it's John, that many of the graves of the saints were opened and they went to heaven with Jesus. Okay, that's them. So I, I think what's important, and I'm pleading, you can sense, ladies and gentlemen, I'm pleading like I've never pled before. You have to understand the lateness of the hour. You may not want to agree, you may not even want to acknowledge, but you can't get away from one fact. You're going to have to realize the day will come when you've own, known only plenty that you'll know only scarcity. The day will come when everything, all of us, it's not just you, it's all of us, have taken for granted will have been taken away. You can't make any deals with the devil. He never keeps his deals. And by the way, you're watching, again, so many people that thought they could be clever and write songs about the devil, they will be taken in their time. And then, quote, you know, they have a whole different way of looking at things. And, and I'll just say this too, Doug. If God wasn't real, if Jesus wasn't real, why do they hate him so much? Why do they call he who is not real their enemy and the Lucifer they worship their God? Hmm. Seems like a dichotomy. Oh, I think maybe one of the prophets answered that. He said, woe unto them who call evil good and good evil. Again, ladies and gentlemen, you're in a spiritual battle. You may live in a physical body. We live in physical bodies right now. But the point is you can't escape. I can't escape. We can't escape what's happening to our country. It's been taken over. You're watching it being taken down. I, I don't think I could have said that any better myself, Steve. Um, folks, uh, you're listening to the Hagman Report on the Global Star Radio Network. We might as well uh, just cut to a top-of-the-hour break right now. We're that close to it. I just want to say that you're listening again to the Hagman Report with Steve Quayle, stevequayle.com, qfiles.tv. Folks, definitely subscribe to the Qfiles if you haven't done so already. Um, let me just do this. Let me take care of some business. I do appreciate uh, those people who have helped us and kept us on the air and keeping us on the air. We appreciate everything that you do. I appreciate my corporate sponsors as well. And I, I want, I, I am in a, just a tremendous amount of respect for this company, Zip Recruiter. Zip Recruiter, folks, if you own business, if you own a business, it could be a small business, medium, large, or if you're in charge of HR, whatever it might be, if you're looking for quality candidates, 
candidates. It can be a daunting task. Have you tried to do that? Have you tried to hire just the right person for the right job that you have? It's like trying to find a needle in the haystack. You certainly can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope that the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Hagman. Uh, make sure you get that slash Hagman in there. Again, ZipRecruiter.com slash Hagman, two ends on the Hagman. You know, ZipRecruiter does the work for you. When you post a job on ZipRecruiter, it, get, it, it gets sent out to over 100 top job sites with one click. Then ZipRecruiter's matching technology finds people with the right skills and experience for your job and actively invites them to, imply, to apply. You get qualified candidates very quickly, fast, I'm telling you. Then, um, well, I'm going to tell you this. Other services... They may overwhelm you with the uh, number of applications to sift through. Have you got, have you been in that process or been through that? Oh, it's just horrendous. ZipRecruiter finds who, what you are looking for. It's the needle in the haystack. It really is. In fact, ZipRecruiter is so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. That's right, one day. And right now, you can you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Hagman. Again, two ends on Hagman. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Hagman. H-A-G-M-A-N-N. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Hagman. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And again, this is Thursday, March 11th, 2021. You're listening to the Hagman Report. And Steve Quayle is my guest. So, Steve, we went through the break. We uh, took care of business, and we're taking care of business right now. And there's a lot of business to take care of, I'm telling you. You know, when we spoke this morning, just very quickly, you had uh, a, a lot of things that, that we, we spoke about, the lateness of the hour being one. And, you know, people, um, I, I, I kind of chuckle in a sense, people will take the headlines the aggregation of headlines and, and just talk about the, the various issues, which is fine because people need to be exposed to what's really going on. But a lot of times they, they don't combine the spiritual battle aspect of this into the current events. You do, we do. Um, and, and the solutions are not present a lot of times. And people are looking for solutions. When, you know, what do we do? And by the way, in case in case you're thinking that, uh, well, I've got my guns, right? I've got, or I'll, I'll get a gun. Uh, today, just so you know, uh, the House passed uh, uh, 227 to 203. The House passed the first of two gun control measures um, with, I think, uh, I think, I, can't, I don't know, 10 maybe or three or a bunch of uh, Republicans in name only or so self-identified conservative Republicans sided with the Democrats and expanding background checks. So if you're looking, you know, if you're thinking, well, hey, things are going to be fine. Uh, I'll just, you know, have a gun, and get ammo. Oh, you're not going to be fine. So the pin is pulled. The We're, we're facing this takedown, takeover and takedown. So what do we do? Well, that was one of the one of the questions I was talking with Steve Quayle about. We had a good discussion about that. So wherever you want to start, my friend, for the second hour. Well, okay. I want to share something, and this is this will help everyone understand where we got to start and where we're at. Actually, I hope everyone started. 
Today on my website, Doug, uh, people will have noticed I put up the Extinction Protocols Globalist to Initiate Tribulation Conference that's coming. And this is a pitch on the 11th and 12th of June. And what's interesting, I have one of the most amazing talks with Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. I, and one of the most brilliant, and I'm saying this, not flattery, brilliant and uh, astonishing minds. And, and yeah, thank you, Eric, if you'll leave it up there for a minute. And I got so excited that I thought, wow, because she wrote the books, uh, the, the warning. And I talked to my wife, Loretta, today, and she said, Steve, I gave Dr. Tenpenny's book out every place, dozens of copies about don't get vax, no vaccinations. She knows her stuff. She is so incredibly gifted. And we've got Catherine Austin Fitz of Solari.com. Catherine is telling you the big picture. Gary Haven's got a understanding or massive understanding, and he's been on with me with Doug before and a round table with others too. And I've got Egon von Geiertz coming from Switzerland. He's not coming. He's going to, uh, you know, uh, uh, record in Switzerland and send it. He's probably one of the smartest men in the world on gold, silver, and he knows what's going on behind the scenes because he owns a private vault company in Switzerland that stores the billionaire's gold. They don't even want it in their own country. I'm talking B with the billionaire's gold. We've got, obviously, Mike Adams, who's going to, you know, he's going to tell you what happened. He's probably one of the most prepared people in the world, but things he didn't anticipate or how fast things would go south in uh, Texas. Plus, he'll bring that unique Mike Adams touch. By the way, I'm quoting him all the time. Gates and uh, all the entities that want to kill photosynthesis. They want to kill the planet. Uh, Lisa Haven will be there. And Lisa's, you know, got astonishing stuff. Paul Bagley, Pastor Paul. I love Paul, and I'll tell you why. The British press, anytime Pastor Bagley says anything, man, they're all over it. And I told him one time on the phone, I said, Paul, I just smile every time I see the quoting of the doomsday pastor. I said, but you know what? God's using you to get the British press to use more Bible than the American press. Now, that's a big accomplishment. It's just astonishing. Dave Hodges and Daniel Holdings. And ladies and gentlemen, this will be live streamed, but it's going to be so different than what we've done before. Of course, we've had speakers before. Of course, it'll be a pre-recorded video. But note the title. Extinction Protocols, Globalists to Initiate Tribulations. If you know anything about the Word of God, and I'm not talking down to anybody, you'll find out that two-thirds of the world's population is going to be destroyed. If you understand that, it, and it's important, and Doug, here's again, I gotta, I gotta go visit another statement I made earlier in the show. If you keep your money in the bank, and you've got 100,000, 200,000, 10,000, you will be losing a minimum of 50% of your purchasing power. People ask me, what should I put my money into? Physical stuff. If, if you buy a piece of property, please don't buy a piece of desert property with no water on it. <laughs> if you're going to buy property, then make sure you have enough money to build whatever your little house, whatever house, you know, uh, and make sure it has, here's the key, water that originates on the property, water that has a spring on it, water that has a, a well on it, a proven well, enough gallons per minute. 
because the number one thing that's going to bite every prepper and every survivalist and any, any realist, pioneer, whatever, is they're not going to have enough water. You run out of water so fast because, remember, you're thrust into survival situation or a life and death situation with the mentality you could just go to the faucet. You can't. You could just flush the toilet. You can't. You can, you know, just go get, uh, uh, boil some water and throw whatever you want, eggs or whatever, in the water. You can't. So the presumption and assumption of how to prepare, it's going to be critical. But when it comes to finances, here's the deal. People say you can't eat gold and silver. You can't eat paper currency and try and get fat on what are you going to have? Bitcoin for a menu? And I'm not mocking Bitcoin. More people made huge money on Bitcoin who are smart enough to see it. But the people that I know that work on the other end of it are basically selling their Bitcoin or their you know, Ethereum or Litecoin, the, the cryptocurrencies, they're buying silver and gold. There's a squeeze on, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. So if you're sitting on 250 grand in the bank, what happens when the bank closes? That's what happens when there's an EMP pulse? Exactly. In EMP, what happens when you without electronics? What happens to your cryptocurrency when you can't access it because is it, there's no electronics to to use? I mean, I, 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 that was my question from with Steve earlier today, and, and he answered that. Um, one of the questions that I didn't ask you. Uh, that, that I'm going to ask you, or that I'll ask you, and you can answer anytime. If if you've, um, it's about debt reduction. So if you've got, we'll say, I'm, this is an example, um, uh, close to the real email I got. If you if you have two hundred thousand dollars in in a savings account in the bank, and you've got a um, hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of debt, including your house, should you pay your house off? Should you pay your, you know, that was one of the questions asked of me. I didn't ask of you this morning. So anyway, well, here's the deal. There's two thoughts on debt. Okay. If you pay your house off and that's all you have and you don't have any money, you get into a housing crash. What good does it do to have a house that can't sell? Now this doesn't apply to hot real estate markets, uh, but it does apply to the majority of real estate markets. The debt would you not rather do this? I tell people, let's take somebody with $150,000 mortgage and would you rather have $150,000 in gold? Let's say it goes up 20%. Let's say that's your total mortgage payment for a year. What good does it do if you know at some point in the future you're gonna be leaving your home to basically uh, go wherever God takes you and all of us wanna stay in our house. We know where everything is. I'm comfortable in my bed, I'm sure you are. Doug, in your bed, my bed as your bed is so many times a keyboard on the forehand. That's not an exaggeration. <laughs> uh, the point being is that I think that's where wisdom dictates that you seek God. Because, for instance, you if you can pay off your house, what makes you think without the mark you can pay your taxes? What happens when you don't pay your taxes? There goes your house. And there that's your house. Uh, yep. Okay. What happens when you can't access your credit cards? And oh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, every single American that has a credit card is being run through some of the most sophisticated AI computers, courtesy of all the treachery and treason in America's high-tech industry overseen by the Chinese. Oh, and gee, those of us who warned about the PCR tests and the nasal swabs and everything else, we're saying they're building a DNA base. 
Isn't it interesting, Doug, you had to get a court order to do it years ago in America, and now they tell you to bend over and grab your legs. And, and that may sound crude to people, but I want you to understand that the Chinese hate Americans. They hate Americans, not Chinese Americans, but they're taught to kill every man, woman, and child. The Communist Chinese Party, to be clear. Yes. Yeah, Chinese Communist Party. Thank you, CCP. Uh, they stick the Wuhan virus down our throats or in our nose or in our lungs, and then they shove the test up our posterior. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the ultimate contempt for a person who exists out of your culture. Japanese complained. Guess what? It got them nowhere. U.S. diplomats probably did it with a smile on their face. But the point is, is that, is that the indignant, the dehumanization. And Doug, at the end of the day, we're being told we have to eat synthetic meat. Guess what's the synthetic meat process needs? It needs human cells. Get it, everyone? A nation of cannibals. Oh, that's not true. Yes, it is. And they will hide that fact to any of us who bring it up. Celebrity yes. sausage, just for an example. I think we talked about that last time, right? Didn't we? Right. Yeah, we did. So, 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 yeah. so celebrity sausage, lovely, lovely. And I, I couldn't be more filled with contempt. But see, who's talking about it? Who's speaking out about it? But the church is saying, go vote for Biden. The majority of them did, the evangelicals. The evangelicals say abortion is a holy sacrament to God. If you're God's Satan, that's probably true, but it would be an unholy sacrament. When a people will not fight for liberty, when they will not fight for freedom, when they will not speak up for the helpless, the hopeless, the infirmed. What do we do with our infirmed? We murdered them. And everybody watched it happen in New York. They watched it happen in different states. And they didn't say a freaking thing because they were too politically correct. You know, Doug, every one of those people that died, that elderly, who, who knows the contribution they made that we might live? Who knows the contribution they made over the years of their life? So what do we do? We just ship them off and whack them. And then you got some 75-year-old, nonsensically insane, demon-possessed entity, 75, saying we need to kill everybody over 70. Start with him. There you go. We got to, ladies and gentlemen, wake up, wake up, wake up. I want to share something. There are people that will hear this that are attorneys. Some of you I know. Some of you have told me, and it's true, Steve. The court system no longer have equity. They no longer have justice. But why don't some of you guys who are professors emeritus of law schools, I'm speaking specifically, why don't you get a group of, of, of young lawyers and do what the left does? Take them on in the courts. Look, even as if, if the court system will work against you, then use the court against them. Doug, I can only tell you this, and you know, you know some of it, but there's a whole lot of people out there that basically are throwing their hands up in the air and they're just giving way. If you give, if you throw your hands up in the way, just put them out here. Forget throwing them up in the air going, ah, who can do anything? Put them out here, put, cuff me, take me to the camps or put them behind your back, put them behind your head. 
because you're already you're already complacent and you're in agreement with your ultimate death and that point of death accelerates every day every day cdc on their website center for disease creation okay center for disease creation center for disease creation is got a running thread on the zombie protocols the zombie, how to deal with zombie. even the u.s military does heck on my website i'm gonna have to start you know i wish there were two of me uh, start updating my zombie links because again ladies and gentlemen they're telling you what's going to happen and they're telling you and, and i think this is what you need to understand the elite have one plan for your life and my life guess what that is real easy die and they usually add some very obscene uh, acronyms after that. But die. Die. It's like, it's like a scene from Independence Day where, you know, naive, uh, this will happen too, by the way, naive humans thinking that the aliens are coming to save us. And, and uh, I, I forget the, the, the doctor with the white suit, Area 51, I think it's Brent Spiner, the actor, but basically... The alien takes over his mind and speaks through his, his uh, you know, uh, mouth. We're not coming here to help you. We're coming to destroy you. So I want to make this clear. Those of you who have finances in the mainstream system, in a savings account, if you knew that at least you'd have 250000 maybe plus 20%, if you put it into gold next year, and I want to make it clear, I sell gold but it's also tangible. Or silver, silver is the barter for the average day guy or average day woman. Gold is your main focus. If you could uh, better yourself, here's the thing, I'll make it simple, I'm sorry, I'm making it too complex. You wanna lose half at the best, uh, two thirds at the most, or do you want to have at least your 250K plus whatever is, uh, you know, uh, available in the price rise. Look at what gold and silver have done the last year. At some point, silver's manipulation will be broken. And Doug, again, 25 years ago when I started on talk radio, I said the day of spot price, the price that's set by the big banks in the world, the day spot price will, will not matter a bit because what will matter is what can you buy silver at or gold at, and who's gonna sell it to you at what price. That's fair market. The reason they drive, and I'm looking at the charts right now, the reason they drive down gold, silver, and platinum is because they don't want people being out of the system. When you put your money into metals, you take it out of their control. <laughs> show me somebody, you know, show me somebody who said, well, you can't eat gold. I can take an ounce of gold today. I can take it to, you know, you bring it to me, you know, let's say it's, it's right at uh, 1800 bucks, 1722. I pay more over spot. The bottom line is $1,800. If you ate on $20 a day, that's 90 days. Good point. Okay. Take, take 2000, uh, you know, take 2000, uh, uh, oh, what are they called? Venezuelan bolivars? That won't even buy you 2,000. They just had to have 1 million bolivar notes. We're going the same way of the Weimar, W-E-I-M-A-R, Weimar Republic. And isn't it interesting, ladies and gentlemen? And, and this is why it was the, the most, uh, I would say, 
telling and compelling book that I've written beyond Terminated, the last one, was Empire Beneath the Ice. The Nazis really did, were, they really did win World War II. They've been ruling the world from behind the scenes. Pharmaceutical companies, Pfizer demanding Argentina, I believe in Brazil, turn over all of their, basically all of their uh, state treasuries because they want to make sure that if they sell them the vaccine, that all the lawsuits will be funded by the people that bought the vaccines in the first place. Done. That's ludicrous. It's criminal. I, I mean, in the, in, the, in the larger sense, it's criminal. I just want to speak, before we get too far off the uh, subject, I want to speak to what you said about the spot price, if I may. Um, I was listening to someone, I, I don't I don't remember the name of the, the individual, but um, he was talking about both silver and gold as precious metals. And uh, he was saying right now, whatever silver is, what is it, 27 or 28, whatever the spot price is. It's right now, it's 26 bucks. Okay, so $26. Let's say um, the premium on that is, I'll, I'll just say $10, just because. So it's $36 per ounce. Wasn't at one time silver, we'll say $36 or $35 plus a dollar over spot for the premium. You were, you know, people were paying like $36 uh, with the premium at, at some point, okay? Um, and people were buying it without a problem. So the, the people who are averse to purchasing metals today because of the high premiums, I think are a little bit, are looking at it a little bit wrong or incorrectly because, again, whatever it is over spot, if you can get it, it's still a good good deal considering the historical um, uh, price or cost, I should say, of doing business with precious metals, if that makes sense. In other words, hey, 26 plus 9 bucks, 35 bucks an ounce, oh my gosh, I can't pay pay that. I'm never going to pay that, that that premium for silver. Well, number one, can you get it? Number two, hey, what happens when you were paying 35 with the uh, with the premium before? Sure. It, you know, supply, what you're talking about is basics of supply and demand. Right. Exactly. When you had supply, the premium was down. When the demand increases and the supply decreases, then the premium goes up. Why would anybody who holds, let's say, uh, a thousand ounces of silver sell it for uh, 26 bucks plus a buck, $27, when they can go out and watch all the biggest guys in the country selling it for 35, 36, and 40? US Silver Eagles are 40 bucks a piece. And people say, oh, so and so is saying it's, it's $38. Look at the fine print on the top of the headline. Uh, dependent or waiting for delivery. Exactly. I tell people this, there's only two kinds of uh, silver and gold investors. There's the kind that get it and the kind that uh, wish they would have got it when they could have got it. So what Doug is saying is simply this, supply and demand. Yep. For every ounce of silver that exists in anybody's inventory, there's 400 ounces bet against it. 400 to 1. That means there's 400 ounces of imaginary silver sold against one real ounce of silver. Kind of like so what they do at the banks when you make a deposit, that they lend it out five, seven, eight hundred times, whatever. Yep. Same thing. Well, it, it's fractional reserve banking. And, you know, it used to be with every dollar you could uh, 
you would deposit, the bank could loan out whatever the percentage they were allowed to, let's say $90, $90 okay? So if you had a, a uh, capitalized bank for uh, $10 million, they could loan out, you know, whatever they were allowed to. There are different rules by the Fed for different sized banks. But in essence, Doug, they created value, not value, they created money out of thin air. Remember, when you go borrow, let's say you borrow $25,000 for a car, you sign the thing, 25,000 goes into your account. Those are digital dollars. I want people to think something pragmatically. Pragmatically says, if you believe that the power is going off, if you believe it could go off, think Texas, if you believe the communications could go down, think satellite phone, if you believe you might have polluted water due to a rupture of a water treatment plant, lack of chemicals, that's something two people don't understand. Transportation ceases, where do the water treatment plants get the chemicals? Well, I tell people, and I, I've said this for years, I, I, I say it, do not drink water unless you filter it. You could have, and, and if you've got a well that you've got a well log that's perfect, then you don't have to worry about it, provided there's no earthquake. And Doug and I were talking today, ladies and gentlemen, about the great earthquakes that are coming in the United States. The rupturing of the aquifers, the underground lakes of water, call them reservoirs, lakes, when faults, earthquake faults, cracks in the earth's plates, uh, when they split, if that split intersects an aquifer, or a point of contact with the aquifer, that water drains out. People go to their pump, zzz, nothing, maybe a little brown water and then nothing at all. The great, the great migrations will take place starting this year from the West Coast, especially from the desert Southwest. Now I understand Phoenix is booming. I understand Scottsdale's booming. It was there months ago. But the point is it all boils down to water. And you ought to be thinking about water because choose your location wisely. A tidal wave on the Cascadia, the entire west coast of the United States, the Cascadia subduction zone, uh, uh, full margin rupture. I, just the amount of death is gonna be in the tens of millions. But what people don't understand is that salt water will produce saline seep. And dependent upon where the aquifers intersect with any fault lines, what I'm trying to build you is not a, uh, you know, a, something to scare you. I'm just saying this, whatever amount of water you think you need, double it. Once you double that, triple it. Because you can't ever have too much. If you have a source of water, whether it's rainwater, whether it's creek water, whether it's river water, then ladies and gentlemen, have a filter, have a filter. If you're gonna be in motion, get a portable backpackers, call Bob Griswold, you know, he'll tell you the, the scoop, you know, to which filters work the best. But the thing is, is that, Doug, there's almost a, I would say this, uh, a term, this is really uh, the only term I know, narcosynthesis, okay? There's a drug called scopalamine. Scopalamine was really famous in the late 60s, early 70s. It was called truth serum. Actually, in the 70s, in the entire decade of the 70s, scopalamine had a very 
Uh, Scabalbine, Steve, even has a place, and I don't want to get too graphic or too detailed in this, but in child sex trafficking and human sex trafficking. Okay, just to yep. put you, okay, go ahead. But narcosynthesis, how I use the term was that it is a state of unreality by the basis of anesthetizing the patient or the person to the reality of the situation that's really happening around sensory deprivation. Sensory deprivation tanks was a big deal. They made movies out of it where you're literally floating and you have no sense of touch and, and everything and it drove people mad. Ladies and gentlemen, you were meant to hug. You were meant, I was meant to hug. We were meant to smile. Praise be the living God. We weren't meant to go around like, you know, three sheets, four sheets to the wind, you know, covered up. And, and you know this, Doug, there was a wonderful presentation on, on face masks were used in pre-Islamic Arab times to put the people into a submitted state, okay, submission. And not only did they, it was kind of like a metal helmet, but it was cloth, they had to wear that. And that obviously evolved into the burqas and all the veils and everything else. But submission, I want to ask everybody this, were you surprised at how easily people submitted? We have Nazis, mass Nazis in Bozeman, you know? Uh, one of the reasons I don't go any place, and I hardly do, is because I don't want to run into the face mass Nazis. Uh, people pepper spraying people if they're not wearing their masks. Uh, this okay, goes back gonna, to the Stanford this. experiment. Toilet, toilet paper heads, okay? There you go. I have another word, but toilet paper heads. Are you kidding me? You're allowing, you're allowing a non-scientific protocol, a non-proven biologically uh, accurate, uh, uh, how you say this, response to what's supposedly a virus, which is eight times smaller than a bacteria, excuse me, and then you're buying the lie and you're buying the, quote, test kit from the same people that invented uh, or not invented, but uh, designed the bioweapon. Oh, and if that's not enough, then you're going to take their swabs and, oh, what could the Chinese possibly want all the American citizens' DNA for? You want to answer that, my, detec my detective friend? Well, gee whiz, Steve, let me think. Huh. Um, could it be? Now, this is just a scientific wild guess out there, okay? Could it be that maybe like a designer virus to kill off, uh, or, or, well, maybe, uh, you tell me, you tell me. Well, no, you're right. Basically, ladies and gentlemen, and here's something else. I'll give you the background just so you know. When I was doing the book, it's out of print, it's not a pitch, Breathe No Evil, I was I was fascinated fascinated by a trial that was taking place in uh, South Africa with a very famous, you know, genius level scientist named Wouter Passan. It's funny that my film partner and Heart of the Elephant, who is from South Africa, uh, knows Wouter. And I, I, maybe I'm not pronouncing his name right. Maybe they call it Voter because of W's and B's. But the thing that was interesting is, Doug, under Project Coast, C-O-A-S-T, they had developed biological weapons that were race-specific. 
Then the Israelis took over the development, or it was a coordinated development, and perfected it. So what's happening and what Doug is saying as an investigator, and I'm warning you as a researcher, is they are designing bioweapons that will deal with specific genomes of specific subsets of the human race. Not, not that there's less than a human, but I mean genetic subsets or genetic differences. They can get it down to the point, ladies and gentlemen, where they can trigger a bioweapon that's individual specific. So all I'll tell you this is, if you want to know what it is, it's the pre-assassination determination of the human genome in which to build a weapon that can pass as an accident, therefore being able to avoid all culpability. How's that, my brother? What he said. Okay. And, and that, that's perfect. That's perfect. And we were, with this coronavirus, COVID-19, you know, the sanitized names, it's the Chinese Communist, Communist Chinese Party virus, plain and simple. Uh, it's the Fauci virus. Um, it, it's the when I say Fauci virus, I'm, I'm referencing the uh, move from United States to uh, Wuhan and the subsidies therein by the National Institute of Health and, and others. But but yeah, you get the <coughs> idea. So yeah, what you said, and, and it's it, it. I remember the movie. Um, nah, I just forgot the name of the movie. Outbreak. Are you thinking of outbreak? No, I was thinking about uh, back in the seventies. There was a movie. Oh, help me out with this, Steve. Um, I will. Um, in fact, they made a big deal. You you know you can't uh, the doors are shut. You, you can't enter in the first fifteen minutes or leave or whatever it was. Um, are you talking about Twelve Monkeys? No, no, no. Uh, the, the entire town was wiped out. Um, no, oh gosh, now come on, Doug. I can't remember the name of the movie, but anyway, it was it it, it, it just all of this kind of it seemed to be predictive programming to where we are today, including everything that you mentioned. So, folks, yes. this, this isn't that far out there. And you know what? Um, Steve's right too. In terms, of the, the more you research this, the more I, I've been researching this. Man, you know, if you're of um, if you're of uh, Western European heritage or genetics, yeah, they they can isolate that sequence like what you said and uh design a virus to wipe you out and and that's that's frightening to to rational sane people you know i i i mean who does that who thinks that well that's evil to its core so yes it is evil and now they're even going one step further doug they're absolutely monitoring individual heartbeats we know faces of death book was uh you know, uh, uh, trace book now. Adrenaline we know screen. that Sorry. Twitter chatter. Everybody uses different inflection uh, or different uh, vocalizations. And here's what I want everybody to understand. Every single human who's ever spoken on a telephone, a helophone, that's cell phone helophone, their voice prints are in data banks with the National Security Agency. Burner phones, where you go and buy them, you know, and there's no number traced to you. I asked, I asked a friend of mine that worked for the No Such, I said, how long does it take them to locate uh, whose voice print? He said, Steve, it's so fast that most people can't relate to how fast they can do it. So, so we're talking instantaneous, I, I'll just use this word, instantaneous, vocal identification on whatever phone. I said, what about voice changers? Said, hey, Steve, 
guess what? We have, former NSA, we have backdoors to everything. I used to own a company years ago, Doug, you'll love it. It was called Countermeasures. Do, 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 do. You know, I think I had too much James Bond love for those movies. But I hired guys that worked for those three-letter agencies. And what was interesting to me, a non-electronic guy, I want to make that clear, you guys. I always knew how to hire the right people. I just wasn't, I, I aren't the right people in that. But with every measure, there was a countermeasure. The company would sweep for bugs. This is when you had uh, encrypted handsets that you take. This is, this is not one, but you put it into a docking station. The docking station would generate an encryption code. I could send a encrypted message to Doug and vice versa back and forth. Well, they had back doors into the encryption. People say, is Proton safe? I say, absolutely not, according to the guys I know. Well, you don't know anything. I said, yeah, right, I don't know anything, but I know the guys that know it. Oh, and by the way, I know one of the guys who wrote the encryption, you gotta be careful here, the most sophisticated encryption that some of the intel agencies use to this day. So, the thing that is important in everything we're talking about today is that it's the takeover and the takedown. You can go ahead, if you, if you believe with all your heart that there's a political solution to a spiritual problem, then keep going for it. Because ladies and gentlemen, you're gonna find there isn't. Pray for your brothers and sisters. Pray for the remnant because God is going to shape this country. I'm talking geologically, I'm talking financially, I'm talking spiritually, it is just going to happen. And it's going to happen so quickly that it changes in an hour, it'll change. You'll go to work, I'll go to work, we'll be about our normal daily routine, and it's gonna change. And when it changes, Doug, it's a whole different world. Because again, when God brought judgment on nations he had blessed, that turned away from him and reaped the curses in Deuteronomy 28, there was no remembrance of the former things because the pain, the suffering, the imprisonment, the starvation, the nakedness, the cold, all those things became the predominant thought. Your predominant thought isn't, gee, how did we get here, but how do I eat my next morsel of bread? Or how do I keep from being eaten by the guy that used to call me friend, now he's calling me, hey brother, let's go out to dinner and you're it. The reason that people can't embrace the lateness of the hour, the danger of the minutes, I'm gonna say this, the dangers of the moments is because there's too much clutter. I know in my brain, I say, God, I gotta shut up and shut down. And that's why I hit the shower and I pray in the shower. Because again, Doug, we're at a period where what do people really believe can be the outcome, having watched the middle class destroyed, having watched middle class businesses destroyed, having watched restaurant lockdowns, my, my, my food guys, 60% of all food grown in the country goes to restaurants prior to the lockdown, shutdown. And now, don't kid yourself, They'll offer, it's coming in the future, they'll offer, you'll have to sell probably one of your organs, and I'm not talking about a Hammond B2, those of you who are 
know what a Hammond B2 is. I'm not talking about a Farfisa. I'm not talking about a Vox organ. I love Vox organs. The uh, I don't play them, but I could do some basic stuff in the old days of the animals songs. That dates me, so I just like thinking about that. Bottom line is, is that the initiation phase of the extinction protocol. Let me tell you what a protocol is. A protocol is a plan. A protocol is a plan put in place that basically defines from start to finish the goal, I'm sorry, the objective of the goal, the implementation of how to achieve the goal, and usually they write a report after it. Well, I got news for you. Jesus is going to write the last report on the, if you will, the extinction level events that are taking uh, place right now. And I think it's important, Doug, that people get the uh, understanding of that it's about survival now. And for those of you who have money, you've worked all your lives to build up whatever it is you have. Think of this. Do you want it in somebody else's hands or yours? And I did coin the term 25 years ago. If you can't touch it, you don't own it. It's real simple. Basis, possessions, nine-tenths of the law. That's a legal, uh, what, dictum, a, a rule of law? I was even challenged on that statement. It's based on a, it's if you can't touch it, you don't own it. Tell me, ladies and gentlemen, do you realize that everything you own has been pledged? Do you believe that really all your money that stays in the bank will stay there under a worst case scenario? <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and walk I just, in and say, show me my money. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and, 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 and I remember, because I've been in the metals business 35 years, when, when you had the stock market crashes or hiccups, call them whatever, people were trying to get through their brokers, and then they called me and said, what should I do? <laughs> I said, well, I'm sorry, but I don't sell stocks, but I told you the day would come. It's not about being right. It's about getting our people, our people, Doug, me, your listeners, my listeners, our listeners, our collective audience, our intercessors, those who have supported us. God bless each and every one of you. Amen. But, hey, we're being sentenced, sentenced, yeah, sentenced to silence. There you go. I was going to say we're being silenced. No, we're sentenced to silence at some point. By the way, the Extinction Protocols banner up. Eric, will you click on the website so you can show people that a minute? It's active now. You can register. And believe me, I have, how do I say this? Just as extinction protocols are in play, I know how they mess with us. I have plan B and plan C. In other words, you will get the information. I thought about, Doug, 10 speakers at 90 minutes each, that's 900 minutes. Yep. That's like that's like a lot of time. That's 15 hours. And ladies and gentlemen, you know, if you want to know how – Somebody like Gary Haven becomes a multi-billionaire, but he loves Jesus and he knows he's the one that was warning about EMP when he put his own money up to make the movie Amerigeddon. If you want to know what Catherine Austin Fitz is saying, she's got probably one of the best global views of how it all works together. She and does. in all realms. If you want to know, you know, uh, is there someplace safe that if you want to put your money and you're, you're dealing with, uh, I would say, uh, you know, uh, inherited wealth and you want it out of the United States, then you can put it in private vault. I'm not saying a Swiss bank. I'm saying a private vault. If you want to hear where Mike Adams is coming from, and, and, and I got to tell you, 
It's totally different what he's going to be saying this time. Dave Hodges, Lisa Haven. And again, when you click on that, that thing, you can go immediately to it. And uh, Daniel Holdings knocked it out of the ballpark last year. And when he told me what he's going to do this year, I said, oh, man, do it. All of these people are talking about the things they've been warning about, the things they've been writing about, the things they've been preaching about, uh, the things that have absolutely, uh, you know, caused each and every one of the speakers to have to say something, to stand up. By the way, not one of these people is a, you know, um, a person that won't tell you like it is. That's an A-list no, group of people, by the way. Yeah, it is. An, it is I, I'm excited, okay? In talking with Dr. Sherry Tenpenny today, I mean, I was actually doing somersaults in my heart in a good way. What a delightfully brilliant, astonishingly wise woman that is, that she is. I don't mean what is. I mean, just, just and Doug, you know what she said? She said, can you speak to Doug for me? Because I'd like to get on and talk to his audience. I said, you kidding me? Let me know. No, in a we heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and then she said to me, she said, I've been listening to you for years. And I said, you have? <laughs> so so the, the point being is I see something cool here. This is going to be a different thing. We're going to have some specials, too, for the people that order uh, the VOD, uh, not video on demand. They get specials. But for people that sign up uh, for the pre-order of the videos of the series, the conference videos, I'm going to send them a BU, that's brilliant, uncirculated, uh, uh, Kennedy half dollar, 90% silver. And because uh, it is so, how do I say this, so timely, we'll send those out even before the videos. What I've done this year, Doug, that's different, we're doing so much of the post-production. And, and by the way, Scott Sterling, the guy that does it, those of you who have bought the videos, He's one of the most gifted men I've ever met in my life. And I know a lot of people, you know, I really do. But wow, you know, this year is going to be different. And I won't give the, the thing away. Those of you who sign up for uh, live streaming or video on demand, you'd be surprised. And this time. How can you top last year? I mean, seriously, in terms of the quality of the production. And, and that's a serious question because I thought that, uh, you're, you know, look, uh, folks, I, I've, I, I watch conferences all the time, not all the time, but enough. Um, the production quality that enables the delivery of information very, um, it's different because it's a high production quality that gets you the information. It, it facilitates learning quicker in my view, if that makes sense. But how can you outdo yourself from last year? I'm, and I, I'm serious about that question. I'm, I'm not blowing smoke. I'm, I'm serious about no, no. that question. Well, you do it because the, the last one was final warning. So understand final warning is what's coming. Extinction protocol is what's in play. There's no more warning when, when like, and that, I asked that same question, but you know, seriously, Doug, it, uh, you know, it, it becomes more, um, how should I say this? More disturbing every day as the days grow darker. And I want everybody to rethink the statement. If you believe the United States can ever go back to the way it was, ask yourself, where is any indication 
that would stop the evil in its play right now? Where's any indication? There's no executive, there's no legislative, there's no judicial branch that can do it. You watched absolutely unconstitutional acts of treason. You watched the attendant murders of some very high profile Democrats and Republicans. You watched the abdication of two attorney generals to even begin to prosecute her. And you watch the president's very own advisors turn on him. How's it going back? Hmm. How's it going back, Doug? How's it going back? And yet people still listen to the mind mm -mm, control mm -mm, of, of QAnon, okay? They still believe in the Nasera nonsense. They still believe in the Iraqi dinar. I have a friend who put a million dollars into the dinar, I think, 10 years ago. How's that pay off going? It hasn't paid off yet. Uh. It's, it's manana. I say, what? We're stuck in the cartoon world of Popeye the Sailor Man where Wimpy would gladly pay us a, a, a Friday for a hamburger today? Maybe that wasn't even Popeye. Maybe it's some other cartoon you know you can tell i grew up on cartoons but and now ladies and gentlemen we're being told that cartoons are racist that that uh what is it peppy Le Pew? come on stand up speak up fight up say enough of this bullshit s-h-e-e-t get mad they're talking about killing you they're talking about killing your children your grandchildren they're talking about giving you something if you watch the horror videos and i have on youtube of some woman, and, and God, I pray that he'd heal her, of uh, people, or the, or the beautiful mother in Utah that just died after the second shot within two days or whatever. Yeah, of, of 39 years old. 39 years old. No underlying and, health problems. Yeah, and listen, what they admit to dying, most people won't and wouldn't listen to me, Doug, when I say this. But what happens if somebody in the know tells you the amount of people dying from the vaccines are a minimum of 50 times more than they admit to. Well, you know what, Steve, that's always the case when you're dealing, this is my experience from an investigative viewpoint, okay? Um, when, when I go in to look at a, a, a fraud case, for example, if, if, uh, and I've done so many of those, um, the, the fraud is, is always by orders of magnitude higher than what is what it appears or what it is stated as, um, it, it's always higher. So yes, I, I would expect that. Uh, it, it, it's just folks, it's the way it is. So listen to Steve on this and, and, and you're right. Uh, uh, now there were, there were some denials too about this woman dying, which were retracted right away because a television station, uh, getting back to the, um, vaxing this woman and then she dies um a television station reported her death and then some people said oh no that, that's not true and then the retraction started about well it is true so anyway uh for what it's worth so go ahead okay so if the if the can i say this if the flag and banner waving populist movement behind a popular president Trump was absolutely set aside, stolen, it doesn't matter what word you want to call it, but stolen, 
Ask, answer me this, Doug. Where's the rule of law? There isn't any. None. 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 It's done. It ain't no fun. So, so the the prayer I want everybody to be praying is God, show me how to be light and salt to those around me. And I want to make this clear. If those of you are fighting in your home with mates that are wanting to get the vaccine, have taken the vaccine, the family's ganging up on you. I know one brother that had to leave because that was happening to him. Man of God stands his ground. You're not responsible. This is really hard, Doug. We're not responsible even for our mates' wrong decisions or our children. That's why we pray for them that God's spirit would help them make the right decision. You know, I mean, it's so sad to watch this happen. Never in the history that I know of the world, because Jesus said, and so I'm putting in the biblical context, there had never been a time like it, nor would be again, except the days be shortened for the elect's sake. You know, shortened. There'd be no flesh left alive. The most provocative event, if you were to say to me, and, uh, you know, we talk about this, Doug, but if you were to say, what was the most provocative, evil event that triggered the motion of God to move in judgment upon the world, it would have been when the Moderna spokesman, whatever his name is, Zatz or whatever, said, we can now do anything with the human genome. In essence, he was saying, we become God. And in a sense, that's true with a little g. It's stated in ancient history that, that Nimrod, who the Bible in the book of Genesis says became uh, begun to become, he began to become a uh, gibberim, that's a giant. When he was building it, he hated the God of heaven so much that he shot an arrow into the sky. That's what, And there's some commercial on TV, I think, for a, uh, I don't know, men's deodorant or something, shooting an arrow into the sky with the thought of, if he could, he'd kill God. That was Babylon's basis of building a tower whose Heights reach heaven. Maybe the heaven was lower. I don't know. But the point of it is the arrogance of that statement. Doug, when I read that, maybe I can find, I can get it up for Eric before, you know, we have to end. But, uh, you know, when I read that instantly, I thought, Nimrod too. And I taught, and I call it, uh, uh, what did I can't come up with? Like something like uh, pharmaceutical Babylon. Uh, the idea to kill God. What are we hearing? We're hearing that they've got some new chemical or some new thing to take away our soul, our human soul, to kill this human soul. Have we not gotten to the point? Ladies and gentlemen, take it up with the Lord. My voice will be silenced by the grace of God, not before June. Doug's voice will be silenced. You're watching it. We are uh, 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 truthicus extincticus. They want to kill the truth. These are basically, ladies and gentlemen, liophiles, okay? Liophiles. Someone who liophile means they love lies. Anybody who loves the truth can't get away from Jesus because Jesus is the truth. He is the way. He is the light. He is the king of glory. I say this, Doug. I've been blessed to have a lot of interesting research over my years on earth. 
And I can say it's all, it's all subjected to the word of God. How did I know that Genesis, how did I know that Genesis would launch my entire life, my entire broadcast? But Genesis means in the beginning. I think, how cool, God, are you? And I mean, I don't mean that to be disrespectful, but amazing. The words that come out of my mouth, I feel, I feel inadequate because I know words. Some words I probably wish I didn't know. But the bottom line is, is that, oh, for a thousand tongues to sing, my Savior's praise to thee, you know, to him. And that's, I think, a line from another song. But look at what we listen to now. And I'm not talking about rock and roll. Man, some of the old 60s, going to early 70s rock and roll, talked about Jesus being just all right, uh, going up to the spirit in the sky, you know, uh, and, and, and some songs that they weren't afraid of Jesus because Jesus was the movement of the day because his spirit was moving. I maintain right now, ladies and gentlemen, we should call it uh, something like uh, Muslim, uh, uh, Muslim, like a mausoleum. Uh, I don't know, a meeting in the mausoleum, you know, Come, join the other dead people because there's no life and you won't leave here any worse than you came in here because you came in here dead. And that's a good thought. Okay, so, <laughs> so where are we at? Hmm, got taken to a sidetrack. We're, we're telling people that and needing to inform people that you've got to quit looking to a man, a political movement, a Republican Party, a Democrat Party. Just know the scripture. The whole world lies in the evil one. You get in and you fight for the men and women of God that are standing up for liberty. You don't sit stoically back on, I'm late, I'm late for a very important Facebook date. I'm late, I'm late for filing my little Twitter fate, you know? Uh, you're watching the assassination of truth the free and, and free speech. And if they get the guns, ladies and gentlemen, they, you could think that on day 30, uh, turning the guns or we're coming to get you, they're coming to get you even you turn in the guns. So why not Thank not you. be there 14 days earlier and, uh, you know, seek God for his wisdom and what to do. You, you said a lot in this program and we've got, uh, we, we have about seven minutes left and, and I'll tell you something, Steve, uh, if people don't, uh, this is just my own personal opinion. If people don't realize that as we talked about normal, that normal doesn't exist anymore. Um, it, we're never going to see normal again. Like, you know, it, it's just not going to happen. Um, but that doesn't mean we, we give up. We don't fight. You know, we have to fight. It, it, am, am I correct in that? I mean, yes, yes. We're in agreement with uh, that, right? Yeah, we're in agreement. I, some people think I'm a pacifist. I'm saying, uh-uh. I quote Sun Tzu, the wise man chooses the day of his battle, and yep. drawn into battle, we all shall be. And that's, so, um, you know, we, we cannot, at least in my view, Steve, again, covering a lot of ground, we can't put faith in a, um, in a plan that, you know, trust the plan kind of thing, because there is no plan, number one. And number two, we don't trust, I mean, our trust should be in the spiritual, and in, in, our trust should be in God, but our actions should be in the physical. And, uh, you know, it's, it's about time, Steve, um, that we start standing up for, for God, 
I, I don't know how else to say it, but stand up. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, you know, the Bible says, who you know, um, God looked down upon the earth and said, uh, you know, um, who will stand for me against the workers of iniquity? He said, who will stand for me? The testimony of Jesus, the spirit of prophecy. The testimony of Jesus. We overcome the devil by the blood of the lamb. By the blood of the lamb. The word of our testimony. And we love not our lives unto death. I mean, that's a pretty, that's a pretty clear uh, statement right now. And I want to share something. You know, it's interesting because um, who was it? I think it was maybe Gerald Salente in his Trends Journal. Um, Boy, I like him. He and I loved his bottom line. But it says this in Joel chapter one eleven through thirteen. Think about this, ladies and gentlemen. Be ye ashamed, O ye husbandmen. How, O ye vine dressers, for the wheat and for the barley, because the harvest of the field is perished. I'm telling you, that's prophetic. You're going to see that. The vine is dried up. The fig tree languishes. The pomegranate tree, the palm tree also, and the apple tree, even all the trees of the field are withered because joy is withered away from the sons of men. Those devilish bastards. I don't like that word. Go get baby-shaped Kimbies. Have destroyed and taken away the joy of the Lord. They've taken away the joy of parents misled, young women misled. I've seen that little precious baby growing in to that beautiful woman, that, that magnificent composer, that beautiful scientist. How about this? This applies to all the pukes in the pulpit. Gird yourselves and lament, ye priests. Howl, ye ministers, the altar. Come, lie all night in sackcloth, ye ministers of my God. For the meat offering, the drink offering is withholden from the house of your God. Real simply stated, when the joy of men leaves... Not only is a famine being spoken of there, but also death follows. Because look, if the drink offering, in other words, God no longer is going to tolerate a, how do I say this? A silent, Jesus-denying fear of the world, but no fear of God. And he's going to judge. And it says if judgment begins at the house of God, in First Peter, I think, then what happens to those outside the house of God? We're watching it happen. But Doug, I, I plead with our listeners, my listeners, your listeners, ladies and gentlemen, prepare. You don't have time. Those of you who have money that you, you're worried about, and people lose sleep over money. If I work all my life, I'm 70 in August, and I know that it we're all in the bank, you know, I'd be losing sleep. What happens when Social Security doesn't? exist anymore what happens when in order to get your social security medicare or whatever they give us you have to basically take the vaccine take the mark well that's not the mark of the beast because we're not going to be here pinch yourself and say i will starve at some point before jesus comes if i don't start taking preparation seriously hmm. i i'm serious you're going to starve we're already starved for the word of God. It, there's a famine in the land, and thank God, Doug, that God raised you up to give us a platform to share Jesus with the world. And I just want to say this in closing. God bless each and every one of you because he truly does love you. And if you look to him, you will not be disappointed. That is 
perfect timing because we're at the end of the show. Steve Quayle, stevequayle.com is his website, qfiles.tv, and of course, Extinction Protocols. Uh, sign up for the um, uh, the virtual conference in June. Yeah, that's 90 days roughly away, less than 90 days away. It's important to do that. Steve, thank you so very much. A great program as always. I love you, brother. Thank you, Doc. All right. Bye-bye. Folks, have a great night. May God bless each and every one of you. Thank you so much for your support. We really appreciate everything um, that you do. God bless you. Good night. <laughs>